The best things in life are built to last, and Anderson Tough Tex hardwoods are no exception. We believe in the timeless art of making a house a home. Visit AndersonToughTex.com to view all our hardwoods and get three free samples using the code NWFA2020. That's A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N-T-U-F-T-E-X.com and code NWFA2020 for three free samples. Anderson Tuftex, designed with intention, crafted with care. Hello there, this is Michael Martin, President and CEO of the National Wood Flooring Association, and you're listening to the Real Answers Podcast. Today, we have with us as our usual guest, Chris Zizza, out of Massachusetts, and we have another guest joining us today from Massachusetts, Jeff Doyle with Doyle Hardwoods. How are you gentlemen today? Doing okay. Great, Jeff. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Look forward to it. Well, welcome, welcome to the show. We're happy to have you. Uh, happy to have you here. I think that we can start out a little bit talking just a little bit about COVID. You know, we're uh, we're the day that we're recording this. We found out that the vaccine is out. It's in all all the major cities and has be, begun to be distributed. So there's some good news on the COVID front. You know, we've talked a lot about COVID on this podcast and talked about how it's impacted businesses and and those types of things. And I think um, Chris has some good news that he got. Uh, the last couple of days. So, Chris, why don't you go ahead and, and tell us a little more about your COVID update? Yeah, well, the first COVID update is my wife and I are past COVID. As, as you guys know from the previous shows, we both were down in Alabama and tested positive for COVID. I do want to say thank you to so many people that reached out, whether it was private message, text message, email, call, uh, the well wishes we got. There were so many, and I really appreciate it. You don't you know, it, it, it feels a little overwhelming when everyone's like, hey, I hope you're okay, by the way, anything we can do. So thank you for that. We're both great. We're fine. We're recovered. I'm back in Boston. And uh, tomorrow's actually my first day back at work, uh, officially out in the field checking on things. Uh, but today we got some good news from our bank. And that was that in my absence, my office has been filing all the necessary paperwork for the PPP loan forgiveness. And we found out today in an email that that's been approved. We qualified for the 100% forgiveness, which is very exciting. Um, There is a little side note in there when they send you this, by the way, where it says the SBA has up to, I think it said six years to kind of change their mind. So, um, but that's obviously out there. They're probably going to be doing internal audits of various things. And if they find things, they're going to come back at you uh, as they should. But on the front end, looks like it's coming through the way it was intended. We certainly use the money the way it was intended, and I'm pretty excited about that. Well, congratulations on both of those things. Um, we're, all, we're awfully glad you're healthy now, and uh, we're glad to hear that PPP forgiveness came through. Hopefully that's going to happen for a lot of folks out there, especially I think those that were under the $2 million threshold have a pretty good chance of getting 100% forgiveness. Jeff, how are things over in your world? We're, tell, tell us where you're calling in from today. Uh, calling from our Cohasset showroom. Uh, we've been in Cohasset for going on three years. We have two two showrooms now. One hour, uh, we call it our central dispatch, if you will, over in Halifax. I know who, who knows where Halifax is, right, Chris? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, you know, I think they can tell from your accent that you're definitely from Boston, same as myself. But let let me back up real quick and tell everybody a quick history here, which is so Jeff's business, Doyle Doyle Harbor Flooring is um, they're located Halifax and 
Cohasset, as he just said, but that's the South Shore of Massachusetts. I would not say that Jeff and I, we don't really bump heads out there. There's an occasional job that we may both quote, um, but it's fairly unusual. So the relationship that I have with Doyle Wood Flooring is a little bit different because Jeff's dad, who obviously started Doyle Wood Flooring, actually trained me when I was, I don't know, I'm going to guess 17 or 18 years old. Phil Doyle was the lead installer, ran the installation division for Aldo Vigentic Flooring. All the Doyle brothers came up through the ranks there, and um, he literally trained me. So your dad is where I where I got my beginning, along with Aldo Vigentic. And so we're talking a strong 35 years here, 34 years. And so there's a lot of history and a lot of respect. And I'm excited about that. I understand your dad's retiring right now, correct? Yeah, we're, we're getting him out the door. Um, <laughs> and and he's, not, he's not screaming and shouting either. He, he'll be just fine. But uh, dad's taken a back seat the last 10 years uh, since I came back uh, into the business. So it's, it's not like he, he's not going anywhere. He'll be down the road. So Jeff and I started talking. Every now and then we'll get on the phone. And we could be spitballing a problem, a color issue, something with urethanes. But last week we were talking about labor. And Jeff has taken a really unique approach to labor. And, you know, I don't know, Michael, I think it was, I mean, it could have been six months ago we were talking about the labor shortage and where are we going to find more help. And we took on a couple of new guys that my staff wasn't excited about, but now we're you know, six months later, we're happy we did. And one of the places I'd like to tell you guys about where Jeff found some help has been from the fire department. So I don't know what the schedule is out there across the country, but, you know, fire department, uh, firefighters might do, you know, eight days on, eight days off, four days on, four days off. Everybody's got a different cycle. Um, but he's managed to find labor inside that cycle. And I thought we'd talk a little bit about that today. So Jeff, can you bring us up to speed? We're, we're dissecting the whole process. We, we're looking at it a little bit differently. As my brothers are getting older, this is forcing an issue. Dad retiring isn't so much the labor issue we're, we're faced with. But we're dissecting the whole process. Of course, you know, you take your whole company we can have a furniture division. We can have a, a demo division, which we have. So we're looking at sections of the business, dissecting that and finding out where we can find help from. You go to a firefighter and you go, he's vetted, probably an outstanding citizen. He doesn't want a full-time job. He doesn't need benefits. And he's probably a, just a, a great person that wants to just come in earn a paycheck, and go home with his family. And that's what we and found. He, and he's, he's going to represent your company well. So he could go in and do your – he could go in and assist with furniture move. He could go in and do an actual carpet tear-up for you. So you're subletting the easier tasks that aren't the full-on Correct. skilled labor. And I think we talked a little bit about um, – you know, you could teach these guys to rack out of hardwood floor because I'm, I'm pretty sure it was you who said to me, you know, you were racking out floors at 12 years old. Our plan is to stop them at the simpler task. We're always caught up in trying to find the, the ultimate installer, you know, and the, the, the Chris and the Ricky aren't there anymore. 
So break it down and, and, and find out what a person's skill set can be and have them do that. And, and yes, so now our demo guys used to be, hey, go in and take the big stuff. Go in and move the furniture, take out the tile and underlayment. And you know what? If you can't get, get the edges, you know, my brother will come in and take care of the fine stuff. Now we're taking that a step further and saying, let's get the demo guys into subfloor prep. Get all the details and start cutting cases, undercut the cases if the product's there. Put out, you know, even put out the paper. So now, like you said last week, Chris, I love this. You know, bring in the surgeon. Let the brother, let the uh, full-time 40 installer go in there and do what he does best and not have to deal with those tasks that are, you know, can, can wear on someone's brain as well. Demo. Yeah, so leave cool. the trivial stuff. I couldn't agree more. We we actually say that oftentimes, we'll, you know, we'll have a, a, a difficult herringbone or something going on. And, you know, we'll send a crew that's qualified to do all that prep. And then, exactly, bring in the surgeon. We bring in Brian and he starts with the layout. Um, so it's an interesting way to approach labor. Um, I had a lengthy, and I mean lengthy, uh, I'm not picking on you out there if you're listening, by the way. But uh, Jason Carter from Carter Quality Harbor Floors, we had like a two and a half hour phone meeting yesterday. And, um, you know, we were, we were approaching these very items. You know, they're facing a labor issue. I told them that we'd be talking on the show today about the potential of using, you know, firefighters. You're also using what is not union guys or commercial guys. What's the other source? I wrote down, I basically have six categories of labor that we'll use. You got your full-time 40. Your full-time 40. And let me say this, first of all, it's most important to take care of your current. We all know that. You have to take care and maintain your current guys, whether you have one guy working for you or 35 guys. Those, you can't lose sight of how important those guys are. So that's your number one. I call them full-time 40 guys. Two is... College third generation. Got our third generation. My brother's son is working for us. He's on the demo team. He's on the furniture guy. He's on a subfloor prep now. College third generation guys. Part time. Part time's great. Other part timers we have that have been absolutely superb and probably the best is Uncle Ed retirees. Uncle Ed got another guy named Sonny. And who doesn't love Uncle Ed to come to his house? He's a demo guy. He's a part-time delivery guy. Then the last two are very important. The honorable service staff, we'll call them, whether they're firefighters. We have a, guy, a, new, a new guy that is uh, military, just finished up military. He's now going to go to school. He's younger, 24, 25, did a couple years in the service, and, uh, but he's, he's on the part-time. So we're going to mold him into that demo prep type of a fellow. And, and our other big category is what I call our business partners, which obviously you know are probably our subs. I, I have many of those. And many of those guys stem from uh, being past employees. We've employed guys, and they've gone on their, their own. And I could, right. I could do one but of two things. Say, hey. We still do. I could do one of two things. I could say, hey, beat it. You left me. But that's not, I, I want to build relationships. These guys paid their service to us five years, eight years, two years, whatever it is. They want to go conquer the business world in, in wood floors. But I know those guys. They're going to do quality work because they're a part of our, us. And if they need help, they're going to help us. 
we'll help them. So that's been it. I have guys over the years. I have a guy that's been with us for for ten years as a subcontractor. Um, I have another guy that's, that, that that's been with us was with us for eight years sanding floors. He's on his own now, doing his own thing, and he'll do a job for me a week. It, it works out very very well. So I I keep the relationships that come through here. It depends on what your model is. If you're if you're all about having in-house guys, my model may not fit. If you you know if you don't want to use subs because I think there's a there's a negative stigma with using subcontracts in the subcontractors in the past, which I'm trying to change. I'm trying to change anywhere from the rate of pay to bringing them in into part of the family and um, and making them part of our business and, and relying on them. So yep, no, I can I, understand I, that. And everybody's going to make their own decision on where they're going to draw that line. We we subcontract yeah. out. Uh, a fair amount of our installation business. We have in-house installers as well, but I, the majority of our installers are subcontractors, but we do draw the line. We don't sub out our sanding. Now that's not to say we never have, but it is, it is, right. it, we really need to be desperate if I'm calling somebody to sand something for me. <laughs> well, it's, it's how much you have in, you know, sanding is a, is a different breed. That, that, that is, but when I've had a guy that was with me for eight years, strictly sanding floors in in a very good sander, I'm going to use him if I need him. And he's, I understand he's that. going to want to me. What you're really saying here is you've got these five or six different categories that you, you've put each of these guys, each of their little column personalities into a different bucket. But when it comes time to fill your schedule, you've got a roster to go and say, hey, look, I've got this demo job. I've got this floating floor. I've got various tasks and who's available to do them, and then you fill the schedule, and and that's that that's your approach right now, and and that's that's how I I took it when we talked last week, and and I like the approach. You want to create an environment that they're happy to come work for you. The job's ready for them. They get paid on time, and they move on, and they're and they're, and they're happy to do it again. You create a nice relationship for a, for a sub to come back. No, I, I agree with that. I mean, and that's whether they're a sub or whether they're an employee. You have to take care of, you know, your your roster, as you put it. Everybody's got to be happy because if they're not, it does not translate out into the field. And your homeowners, your customers are going to find out about it. So um, that's, I think you know, that's the approach that you're taking. I like it. It's it's something I'm going to keep looking into. I'm going to have a few phone calls uh, with some of the firehouses that I know around here. In some of the philanthropy I've done, I've been in some of the firehouses, so I know some of the guys. Every town has a firehouse. So I think we may have tapped into a potential labor source here. This, also, we call them honorable service because those guys have those type of schedules. It might be, it might be police officers as well. We had a sand yeah, group. No, I agree. I'm just summer. using the the, yeah. the namesake so, of a firefighter, but I like it where you say honorable service without question. And and there's a lot of veterans out there that might be going to school, and they just need some more hours to help help that you know make ends meet. So listen, I appreciate you coming in here and telling us everything we're talking about, um, and sharing your secrets, if you will. They're not secrets. Here at Real Answers is, as much as this might sound like a commercial, my whole thing with the NWFA is 
I want everybody out there to be better at their craft and let their company, you know, accelerate and, and move on and grow and become better. And it's by having professionals like you come on the show and other guys we've had in the past that share their knowledge. And I hope that this today's conversation is helping you guys out there uh, think about a new way to find some labor because I know it's helping me. I, I think that if, you know, we have a labor shortage for a couple of reasons. I think it's increased demand. I also think there's a, a reason because not everybody wants to be a full-time employee. They want to go and conquer themselves. And that, and that's great. I mean, when I hire somebody, I think that if, you know, they're going to say, Hey, I want to go run my own floor company in the future. That's, that's not a bad thing. I think there's a, a lot to say about that. He has the drive to do that. And if he's going to learn from us and give it two years, five years, seven years, that's okay. And as far as the other guys in the industry, there is a, if, if someone knocked on my door from another floor company right now, they're, they're welcome with open arms for whether it's coffee, uh, talk shop, or maybe I have something that they need. Maybe they have something that, that I need. And that's about building relationships in the floor industry. And that's why the podcast is great. And uh, having the camaraderie in the, in the floor business, because I think we're all one of a kind, Chris. No, I agree with that. It's it's true. And and you run into it. You know, we, we missed the NWFA uh, Expo, obviously. Um, looking forward to it coming back. Um, but the camaraderie is the thing everybody talks about it the most. You know, I can't wait to see the guys. And, and, and everybody ends up in the corner telling all the different war stories. But the war stories are the things that help us shape our business. Listen, that does it for me. I'm real happy that you were able to make the time and come on the show, Jeff. Uh, for you guys out there, listen, keep it real. I hope the holiday season is good for you. I hope everybody stays safe and COVID-free. But thank you for your time, Jeff. Michael, you have a great day. All right. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate you being on the Real Answers podcast today.